Hi, this is Dina from Health for Life. Welcome to my podcast about health tips and information related to both physical and mental health. Today's topic will be discussing a bit more about coronavirus impact on mental health, but in this time we're discussing particularly how it impacted millennials and generation Z. In Malaysia, we are now in the fifth week of the uh, movement control order, which basically does not allow you to leave the house unless you need to go to the grocery store or to the doctor. And this in particular is uh, changing, you know, how we how we work, how we study, how we lead our lives. And experts are very much concerned about the impact this has on our mental health. In UK, for example, Sheffield University and Ulster University found a spike in depression and anxiety after the lockdown in UK. So depression increased from 16% from 16% to 36% and anxiety increased from 17% to 36%. And the study also found that those under 35 had the higher rates of anxiety and depression. So as you can see, they are the riskier group when it comes to mental health. And today I will be joined uh, by Dr. Arman Rashid, a trainee mental health counselor and political and economic analyst, uh, to discuss with me how this shutdown is affecting young people. Brings us to question how is this lockdown really affecting young people? particularly university students. Um so let's start the discussion and see what are some of the issues and problems they might be facing um when it comes to university students. Hi Arman, how are you? Christina, I'm good. Thank you for important topic. Yes. So Yeah, tell me how 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 is this some changes that is affecting the youth during this this uh, difficult time. Look, Dina, we are talking about unprecedented changes um, not only for youth for rest of society as well, how we live life, how we function in society, how we work, how we study, how we socialize. Almost every aspect of our life has changed in the last 2 months in Malaysia and across the world. Um look, we'll talk about the youth, but even for you and me, we have not seen a crisis like this. Uh this is the biggest crisis since the World War 2 and perhaps a bigger crisis because uh, now we're dealing with an almost unknown enemy. Um and no wonder right experts are saying that the next big pandemic is actually the mental health implication of COVID-19. And while the risks are high for every group in society, this is even more so for young the younger generation. Let's not forget here that the millennials and generation Z, right? have witnessed almost uninterrupted stability and prosperity uh, at least in Malaysia for the last two decades so this is definitely a new experience for not only you and me uh even more so for them and the impact is also higher on them uh Kuala Lumpur is one of the most vibrant cities in the world can you imagine life without the midnight fix with the teh tarik in the mamak stall that's our lifestyle that's what malaysia is about and it has all changed almost overnight um so for young people and all of us covid-19 has changed life by adding uncertainty disruption uh it's like we're moving to a new normal and we could not even imagine this a few weeks back so the university student who was looking forward to graduating for example is now feeling more and more insecure about his future uh the world as a whole i would say 
Yes, definitely. Yeah, and in particular, you know, the university students, especially, um, like you mentioned, those that might be graduating soon, they are uncertain about their future. What's going to happen? Are they going to be able to get a job? Uh, how is how is how are jobs going to change? And you know, all these things. And are they going to be able to graduate even? Because I know some of them are doing this online thing, but. Uh, you know everything is uncertain and this uncertainty uncertainty always brings fear absolutely dina and um you know to talk about what young people are going through look let's look at university students since you mentioned them there are over a million higher education students in malaysia so it must it's a difficult time for them from what we understand um for example a study by a public university found right that before mco severe anxiety stress and depression was about a 10% and has increased to 33%. And given that mental health um, you know, data often remains unreported, you can imagine that the actual numbers may be even higher. So what are young people going through? What are university students going through? Look, first of all, I think they're going through a lot of things that you and I are going through. Uh, what I would you know, like put in inverted commas is cabin fever. You know, At some point, look, as much as you know, it may have been nice in the first week to stay at home, relax, watch Netflix. Look, we miss going out. We miss living life as we want to. Um, we may be getting used to it, but that doesn't mean we necessarily like it. We may feel the need for it, but that doesn't mean that we miss how we used to lead life one, you know, just a few months back. So for young people, um, university students staying indoors, uh, the, you know, the disruption to their studies, work, socialization, can definitely lead to a sense of isolation and depression. Uh, yeah. Yes, we, you know, uh, you know, we talk a lot about young people being taken they tech savvy, right? Um, yes, they're focused on social media. This is true, uh, but that does not mean they don't want to have the freedom to go out, lead an active life, meet friends, have real interactions beyond just the touchpad and touchscreen. Um, you know, you know, like yes, the Instagram may be, Instagram may be popular amongst young people, the millennials and Generation Z. But every post is also based on some outdoor engagement, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you can't have that many posts without going out of your house, right? I mean, it's difficult. Absolutely. And also with that, also the interactions, um, you know, physical distance, the interactions that have, that have to be you know, curtailed or controlled because of the restrictions um, and you know, justifiably so to keep us safe. Look, here there is definitely a toll of physical dis- distancing. Um, physical distancing means that you know, young people cannot see their girlfriends or boyfriends. They may not be able to see their friends. They are not able to do outdoor activities. Um, so even though it is actually physical distancing, for many people it has also become social distancing. And this yeah. is a change in lifestyle where you know, people are feeling disconnected. Yeah, I, I just spoke to somebody in Hong Kong, a student, and uh, she's now struggling because her boyfriend is stuck back because he went back to his country and he now can't come back to Hong Kong to continue his studies. So now suddenly they find themselves in this long distance relationship, which they never had to deal with before. And and for. Yeah, and then also because, you know, you stay at home, both of you stay at home the entire day, there's nothing much to even talk about or engage in. And, you know, then the relationship suffers suddenly because 
there's not much interaction that you can do when both of you are just sitting at home and not being able to do much. So the no. relationships are also suffering throughout this. Look, this is where you know you need to stimulate your mind, and I hope you know uh, we can also talk today about you know, challenges, but also some of the things that young people can do. Um, but you know you're 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 spot on there, Dina, because. Um, there is also a feeling of unproductivity you know like i said it was really nice watching you know all the you know the hong kong uh, tv serials and all the korean dramas for the first week maybe or even netflix father's netflix films but now what you know i mean first few weeks that was great but now you know people are feeling restless um and with that you know i mean we all know right how uh, our physical and mental health are interrelated the fact that you're not moving enough not keeping yourself fit in many cases can also potentially um, affect you mentally and yeah, so it's not only the isolation and loneliness but also lifestyle changes that have uh, the potential of um, making you feel down and yeah so that's definitely there yes exactly i think um you know just physical activity without moving much except from one room to another it's very um critical to really you know put some sort of schedule in and put the exercise into your daily life not just for young people i mean this goes for everybody uh oh. in order to to have a healthy healthy you know endorphins and hormones going through our body because without moving around it's very difficult to keep your mental health um, and uh, and definitely dina i mean uh, to keep yourself fit healthy and i would also add with that um you know i mean it's a whole lifestyle issue at the end of the day not only fitting uh, keeping yourself fit but also um healthy sleeping routines eating well nutrition yeah. um is that happening i mean quite it's easy to fall back um into a cycle where you sleep late eat junk food and you're just not taking care of yourself because you know you're not going out and uh you know so you're not really leading that active life or healthy life that you know to some extent you were you were forced to even if you were not someone who was going to the gym for hours when you're walking around it did keep you um, fit you see so and that's yeah. something that uh, you can't have now and um look and all this adds up to of course you know the uh, i mean number one health stress at this point which is uh, i mean uh, fear of contract, contract, contracting covid-19 um you yeah. may asymptomatic but you know you may be passing it off to someone else maybe someone older someone you love like your parents or even someone out there so um it all adds up i mean there is the, you know like we discussed the isolation loneliness long distance relationships in some cases and with that unproductivity and um you know routines which have been uh, disrupted where you start uh, not sleeping properly eating properly and finally also the just anxiety about okay what's going to happen covid-19 what if i get covid-19 yes exactly but then again you know on a positive note um this could also give a chance to young people to learn some new skills learn maybe a little bit more about nutrition and cooking because you know once they finish university it's time for real life right it's time to get independent to start living on your own if you're not already living by yourself so this might be also a good time for them to to learn a little bit about how to feed themselves better 
and you know what are their options so it could be also a good thing there's definitely a opportunity here you know i mean we all know right the you know the chinese letters for you know crisis and for danger and opportunity right so there's definitely yeah. an opportunity here um and you know we live in a time and age you know that information is literally in the uh, tip of uh, you know in 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 your fingertips literally you see in the sense that uh, if you go online and there's so many resources now on uh health tips on how to be mm-hmm. fit even staying at home how you could do exercises how you could and you know what it's not only like you know like a one direction away just watch like a youtube video uh, many you know there are many people who are also offering um online uh classes that you could do together like it's mm-hmm. look it's not the same as being you know out there in a gym in a you know you know like practicing yoga together in a group but it's probably the second best thing that you know when you can actually work out together um and one thing we've seen right that over the last few weeks in malaysia particularly but also in other countries is that people have been so generous many young people have really come out to uh see how they can help mutually help each other other people around them um and share their skills so someone who knows yeah. uh you know who's a gym instructor is offering you know fitness classes online someone who is a dancer runs a dance school is also you know doing dance classes online and i know you yourself dina you've been offering meditation uh, uh yeah that's right to your help. Yes, yes, I've been doing this. Um I thought this was the perfect time to start because everyone's at home and um it's going, you know, a lot of people are going through the anxiety. So, um I thought it was a good time to start those kind of things and it's easy, you know, because everyone's focused, you don't have to rush anywhere, so it's great to pick up uh this kind of skills and and get get this kind of offers online because right now most of them are free and uh it's great to see what works for you um so that you can continue doing this even after the lockdown is you know taken down De- definitely so and so uh, it's just a matter of you know i mean it's out there and for you to may- take advantage of it for anyone but young people what you need to do for that is definitely have a routine uh, a structure yes. and once you know i mean look like i said right we said just now right it, it's easy to fall fall back to unhealthy routine feel unproductive but once you have a routine then even staying at home you can actually allocate your time the good thing though is that you actually have freedom of uh, uh in terms of how to allocate your time for the first time ever you don't have pressure from external so external parties or others you see like you know if you're someone who um you know i mean uh, likes to work early morning and wake up at 5 you have the freedom to do that so do the structure if you want to wake up late you can do that as well and you know your day may start about midday and go till much later so you have the flexibility of a routine but you need a routine you need a structure only then you can uh, you know reduce anxiety about not doing enough get things done and then most importantly find time to do some of these things they're talking about self care activities and you know i would also extend that dina to of course self care activities are important um, but also uh, just you know building your skills um yeah. learning something new for example if you always want to learn a new language you wanted to pick up some um i mean writing skills for example this is the chance because like you said there's so many online so- uh, resources which are available now 
and um, and the, this is a time that you have now in your hands particularly for university students because uh, you are not rushing to classes you do have online classes and you know i mean that itself is another challenge but uh, beyond yeah. that you have more time you're not really rushing here and there so uh, make the best use of your time here uh, but having said that right you know like look i don't want to uh, trivialize what university students and young people are going through there's definitely a lot of um, you know concerns uh, related to job security fin- finances and those are really um you know genuine concerns and they do make uh, young people feel uh pessimistic worried about their future and the uncertainty definitely can be really daunting exactly exactly because in the other day they are supposed to start their life anytime now you know especially those graduating soon they you know the fu- their future is right now very shaky because of this situation there's concern about jobs when will you graduate yeah. and even if you graduate will you get a job let's not forget that imf has said 30 million jobs may be lost so can you support mm-hmm. yourself um can you support your family members it feels like life is almost in a standstill with these questions yeah and, exactly and dina i would also add here right um you know you know the fact is tertiary education is expensive um and particularly in private institutions so um even if your parents were supporting you all this while um they are you know you're you're worried now that okay i will they be able to afford the rest of my education if you were about to join university you had the same questions would i be able to uh start university when does university start uh, classes begin if i wanted to go overseas to study when will i be actually travel so these are all questions and i think particularly for students both current and uh, you know future students this is a big concern this is definitely a concern that uh, of uncertainty and uh, you know because there was almost a formula you go to university you do well you get a job you support yourself but now i mean we are in this uh, phase where we don't really know the time frame we don't even know how long the lockdown will continue um and even if the lockdown ends uh, when will we go back to normal and will normal we ever be normal or it will be a new normal where this is you know the how we lead life is the norm we really don't know you know all these things yeah but i guess to look at it a little bit more optimistic or from a more positive side we could also take this as a learning curve and especially for young people where they could see this as a little bit of a glimpse to the future of what the future will be like when you know more people will be working online uh where you know less offices office environment and you know those those classical uh, traditional jobs will be available so i guess it is a little bit of a preview and maybe you know we can take it as a learning curve as well definitely and the glass half full or half empty that's the question dina i mean look we've spoken so much about the buzzwords you know the industrial revolution 4.0 but uh, have we really prepared ourselves for that i mean if any the covid-19 crisis shows that we were not ready for the changes that are coming through i mean uh what what we understand from ir 4.0 that how we work and how young people work will change uh, a lot of young people will have multiple overlapping jobs um and this is where there is actually an opportunity there is a um there is a you know a silver lining that uh, 
universities, um, governments, private sectors can come together to see how young people can actually develop knowledge and skills that are more adaptable and transferable. Um, if COVID-19 has shown one thing, it is important to realize that you need cross-cutting skills across jobs and industries because there will be changes and you have to cope with those changes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so this is really the chance for young people to maybe even, re, you know, take a pause to uh, recalibrate, uh, you know, their future path. But we don't really have time for that normally, you know, because, you know, we are rushing, we are rushing from one, uh, you know, I mean, uh, degree to, uh, you know, work. We are rushing from work to home every day. Uh, so do, you don't really have a t chance to really reflect on decisions, see where you stand, how far have you come, where do you want to go in the future? And this is where maybe we could come up with a more mindful journey into the both the present and the future uh, through this break. And uh, universities can help young people you know, here by offering distant and continuing education to, to that in a affordable manner that helps them develop those those important skills and uh, and on the online learning that you know uh, that young people are going through now in universities is possibly the first step towards preparing them for that uh, new online future uh, yeah. you know yeah, getting ready for that yeah of course everything new and and you know unusual is is difficult at first and of course there's uh, you know hiccups and glitches with the technology but at the same time you know it will push the developers and all these um, software companies and everyone to to maybe take faster steps at improving this technology so that it will be easier for not only young people but for everyone to use the technology um, more efficiently and, and in, in a better way so that it can help us to prepare for the future Definitely, Dina. And I think here, look, I'll tell you, I'm really optimistic about e-learning. Um, I have no doubt that education become, can become much more flexible, accessible, innovative, and perhaps even affordable uh, in the in the through um, you know through digital tools. And look, here, they, what we need is a mindset change and an adjustment process. The fact is that technology was there. Yes, we, there were people submitting assignments online. Uh, sometimes we graded online, but we really did not see the large-scale transformation of teaching that we are seeing now online. Um, in a way, COVID-19 forced us to adopt technology. Um, and I would say that, you know, looking around, universities, schools, lectures, teachers have done a great job in rolling out education online. My sister's kids, uh, you know, get up every morning. You know, they live in New York, they get up every morning and they're doing class now. Um, look, so for young people as a whole, like whatever age group, right, they have also made an effort. Um, it will take time for all sides to get adjusted to it. Um, but we also need to bear in mind, right, that we need to rethink also how we deliver um, lectures, classes. Um, experts, for example, say, right, that uh, Zoom can actually be more exhausting or video conferencing. Um, and it can be a challenge to maintain focus and motivation. Um, but it's not all lost, really. It's not really all, uh, you know, a glass half empty because the way I see it, it's just a different way of learning. We are still adjusting to it. And uh, in the end, um, you know, digital tools can actually make education much more interactive and maybe a better learning experience. But of course, um, it will be better, but perhaps a different better. So we can't really compare, you know, what how we learned before 
do in the future. Uh, we'll still be learning, but just in a different way. And, uh, and there are definitely opportunities there. Uh, but one thing, before, you know, one thing we need to be really cautious here though, right, is uh, while we talk about technology and technology can transform society, and it is transforming society, uh, but we must not forget the issues of digital literacy and uh, the digital divide that exists in society that we need yeah, to but, inclusive. But don't, don't you feel that somehow or rather, even though right now we are, we are practicing this social distancing, I feel we are more closer than ever as, as, as people. And I feel perhaps you know, this social distancing will bring us closer together instead of, you know, we always said uh, technology will divide people, technology will create this, you know, uh, we won't know how to build relationships with people anymore in the real life. But I think this is going to push us to maybe build better relationship after this is done. Do you feel that way? The op- no, I, 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 or I share the same feelings with you. The opportunities are still there. Um, and I'll give you an example, like friends who have not had the time to catch up for the longest time. They've been able to actually make use of technology from different countries, different time zones to come together. Um, those opportunities are there. Even in KL, uh, Dina, some of us have been doing, you know, Maggie Zoom outings, you see. So a lot of people have been creative and there's chances of, and, and when you take uh, this pause in life, right, it's also a chance for you to see who's important to you. And uh, look, um, you know, I mean, one of the things that, you know, young people face is they've not been used to staying at home. So if you're staying with your family, particularly, um, look, it's great to be with family. And I think during these difficult times, you want to be more with your family than anyone else. But having said that, it can often be quite um, difficult to adjust to being at home and uh, interacting with your family members almost uh, you know, around the clock, which you're not used to for a long time. This does lead to potential tension, this leads to conflict. But you know what? Once you come through it, you will come out stronger and uh, learn how to live with each other. I mean, uh, you know, there was a time, like you said, technology divided us. We'd go out to a coffee shop and we would all be, you know, on our different exactly. devices. But now, <laughs> We are still on our devices, but trying to connect with each other. So, yeah. and, and that's where, Dina, it's important really, right, for young people to make sure that the physical distancing does not become social distancing. Um, yeah. Make the best use of the situation and uh, what you can do out of it. Yes, exactly. And look, the stress will always be there, um, whether it's this situation or a different situation and it's just how do we go through this crisis together with you know help from other people as well and not just isolating yourself but asking for help you know if you really find the situation very difficult you have to reach out to someone and you know find ways to deal with the situation either through different uh, techniques like mindfulness techniques or just talking to someone uh, or even therapy you know everything is available pretty much online nowadays so there are resources out there to help you yeah i'm and i i feel here right that universities youth groups community groups are non-profit organizations really have to see how you can make um, mental health more accessible and uh 
of course, um, like you said, you know, counseling class uh, sessions are available online. Many universities are offering that, NGOs are offering that, um, sometimes subsidized, sometimes free. Uh, that, that's definitely there. But on top of that, right, we also have to see how, you know, young people can also do some of the self-care as well. And for self-care, um, you know, stress management and can be easily done as even staying at home just yourself through uh, mindful technique, based technique, based relaxation techniques, through grounding uh, techniques, to distraction. These are all things that um, you can, uh, you know, like adopt. And let's 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 you know let's get one thing right though, right? Uh, it's okay to be stressed. You know, we are living through a crisis of a scale we have not seen before. People are dying. We're insecure mm-hmm. about jobs. So, you know what, if you're feeling stressed, if you're a young person or even if you're, you're yourself and myself, Dina, we are feeling stressed, there's no reason that we should be harsh on ourselves, right? Uh, this is a stressful time. So, um, as, 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 a, you know, as a trainee mental health uh, practitioner, I will say, acknowledge those feelings, don't brush them under the carpet and see what you can do best in that situation. Um, it's important to recognize what you have control over and what you don't have control over, what you can do and what you cannot do. But in the process, also have compassion for yourself. Um, and, you know, we, we were talking about mindful-based techniques, you're talking about distraction, grounding techniques. Look, um, mindful-based techniques, for you know, including meditation, relaxation can help you relax and see, and also see how you can handle emotions better. Um, and look, I would also really highlight uh, the importance, Dina, of uh, distraction techniques that uh, young people can use if they're feeling stressed. Look, this is not being in a denial. It doesn't mean that if you have a serious mental health issue, you don't need to address that. Of course you do. But you know what happens quite often, right? That we get into this cycle, Dina, because there's so many negative thoughts and images all over in the media. And that does... Uh, increase our anxiety, lowers our mood. And, you know, it's like a cycle because uh, that also you know, adds fuel to problematic, you know, cog- you know, thinking patterns and cognitions. And that's, then we're trapped right in the cycle of, you know, your thoughts, uh, you know, the negative thoughts and images lead to the, you know, um, lead to uh, higher anxiety and, you know, being stressed. And then at the same time, that also leads to more negative thoughts you see so how do you break up from this cycle um look distraction techniques can play a you know play a role there um you know to you know for your audience right one is physical exercise yes you can't go out for a walk but you can walk around your apartment um if you're feeling stressed walk around that definitely helps to see and, and while you walk around try to refocus yourself look around look around you know sometimes you're so used to even our houses, right? We take things for granted, uh, but try to observe the things, right? Uh, and and try to focus on the external environment and less your internal world. Look around you, the shapes, the colors, smells, sounds, textures, all that really helps, right? Another easy one, Lena, I would suggest is um, mental exercises, like counting backwards. It's really mm-hmm. the simplest one, 99, 97, 95. And that can definitely help you reduce your um, stress at that time. These are really immediate help that you can, uh, you know, offer yourself for self-care if you're going through a stressful time. Um, and they can help you ground back to the present. Um, and, and you know, I mean, look, uh, yeah, so, the, and, it's, and it's something you can do yourself, right? 
Um, yeah, if I can, if I can yeah. add to this, um, you were mentioning, you know, uh, acknowledge your your feelings and your emotions because I think this is also part of the the uh, the added stress that we feel because usually when we are busy with life, we don't really have time to look into ourselves and to look into our feelings of you know exploring how we feel who we are you know what do we want all these things so i think this is a great time to do this to really sit with yourself and acknowledge the fe- not just acknowledge the feelings welcome the feelings and and just sit with yourself you know what i mean and just get get that uh, emotions there so that you can also recognize yourself better and you can figure out how you can improve on your the either you know outlook on life or even your own image that you how you see yourself definitely dina and this is a you know time of self awareness uh processing emotions like you said acknowledge them sit with them and also learning how to express them right because uh you know as you rightly mentioned the fast pace of life right uh when did you have a time to spend time you know with yourself so this can be also a you know very therapeutic for example to uh you know do some journaling or expressive painting uh all these are things that can help you express yourself what's going inside your mind and also process and unravel that and uh, and help you deal with that better there is no shortcut here um again um some of this you can do yourself some of it you know if you need professional help you need to go to a say counselor you should do that and um i would also emphasize dina right that de- definitely in this crisis time there needs to be more delivery of uh, an online particular psychology first aid a lot of people who are going through this crisis right don't necessarily need a uh, long term you know therapeutic help but they need something to help them bounce back they have the resources within them but you help them gain that confidence again and uh, psychology first aid can play a big role there so yeah whether it's a uh, therapy psychology first aid uh, that you can access through also you know organizations uh, mental health organizations or just self help uh, you have to be uh, you know you have to be attentive to how your mental health is and definitely um something that i realized straight from the beginning is <laughs> reduce the news intake because uh right now there's so much bad news around us and so much negativity uh, not just you know on the news channels but even on our social media so filtering through this and not reading about it all the time really helps because otherwise your whole day is just uh, you know think spent thinking about this virus and what's it doing and how much damage it's causing and and this negativity really can influence your your mood so i think this is something that is also we need to really uh filter through of course you have to be aware of what's going on but maybe not to the details that you know we we have around us this is definitely a true particularly for young people younger people who are or uh, you know through their devices through the television through the the laptops uh, they are on a 24/7 news cycle and news dinner as you said is often negative i mean 
positive news really makes news. Uh, it does sometimes. Uh, I think nowadays because there's a conscious effort by um, you know some media outlets and also just individuals to look at more positives. But generally, right, news is negative, particularly with COVID-19. There's so much news about uh, devastation across the world, people dying, people suffering. So, I mean, while I recognize the need for awareness, you need to also balance your mental health. You need to ask yourself, do you really need round-the-clock updates? And this is, so young people need to ask themselves, right, that uh, how can you limit your news intake? Um, look, what works best is, you know, differs from people to people, but it's important for um, the younger generation and, and frankly, the rest of society to discipline yourself, Maybe, you know, tell yourself, check news a day, uh, once a day. I have disciplined myself that I check the statistics and news every evening once. Um, yeah, and look, uh, but you know, I'll tell you what the, you know, the, you know what's positive, Dina, is that late, you know, recently we've seen also um, movement coming online of you know, social media uh, hashtags on positive stories of resilience. And so this is what we can also do, right? Uh, share your positive memories and and if you must share about COVID-19 uh, share news about people's strength um, social yeah. surveys and uh, look the bad news is out there but let's try to balance it out with some good news and I can tell you there's good news out there if you want to look at and particularly particularly Dina in Malaysia right you've seen so many young people uh, coming up with so many um, um, very impressive uh, uh, community activities uh, um, and projects to help those who are more needy, uh, whether it's a B40 community and others. Uh, and this, yeah. this, and there are stories of compassion, the stories of innovation here that we need to project, we need to share, we need to tell other people to show us that, you know, I mean, there is actually some, uh, you know, silver lining in this cloud of yeah. COVID-19. So what are some of the optimistic conclusions we can give to the young people for the future and how they will get out of this uh, what will happen some of the, the the things that we could predict maybe you know um look there's no doubt that you know there's uncertainty it's it's difficult it's daunting and it's look it's not that difficult to lose hope and optimism but let's also bear in mind that, you know, I mean, the positive news that has come up recently is the IMF has predicted that Malaysia's economy will bounce back to 9% GDP growth next year. In fact, we will be the fastest growing, one of the fastest growing countries in the ASEAN 5 and the fastest in ASEAN 5 countries. Um, and, you know, the IMF says that uh, uh, they feel that uh, consumer kind of confidence and sentiment will be positive. Uh, Malaysian households will remain financially sound and actually this will also improve employment conditions and lead to stable income. So that's so very not, good news. It's not all green and uh, if you actually look at the GDP growth level this and last year, it actually shows that Malaysia's economic fundamentals are strong enough to bounce back stronger than we are now. So there is that... Oh god, okay. okay can we delete that part? <laughs> no worries. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you need to edit this part a little bit. Um, sorry about my, I don't know why my alarm clock rang at that no, time. Okay. Um, okay. Um, okay. Shall I go back to this part again? Yeah. No, just continue. Yeah. Look, Dina. I mean, um, I think there's reason to be optimistic as well. There's so much bad news. There's and you know fears of unemployment, and so it's easy to lose your hope and optimism, right? But at the same time, um, you know, let's, you know, uh, 
look at the positive news IMF has predicted that Malaysia's economy will bounce back to 9% GDP growth next year in 2021 in fact we were the fastest growing economy amongst ASEAN 5 um the IMF feels that our con- consumer confidence sentiment will be positive households will remain financially strong employment conditions will improve incomes will be stable so you know when we look into next year you know it seems from the IMF statistics right that uh, will not only you know, regain our economic strength as a country, but perhaps bounce back even stronger. So um, this is great news, and and it's good to hear this kind of news because um, you know everyone assumes the worst. So it's good to have positive news and to look forward to growing instead of you know looking at it very negatively because that will also give us you know uh, more motivation to continue and to to build our future definitely and you know this is where dina um, you know i would actually say we can learn from the younger generation i mean look you and i were young one day i don't know whether we can call ourselves young anymore but we can definitely look up to the younger generation of hope and inspiration you know every time i go to a startup meeting or exposition i have only admiration for how creative innovative and open-minded the millennials and generous ZR. Um, so for them, and I have every confidence that they can, once uh, you know they cope with this crisis, the crisis can be an opportunity, and they can show us that how disruption can actually be innovation and not interruption. Um, so if look, if this is a new normal, I have every bit of confidence that the younger generation, and they are the future of this country, the future of the world, the leaders of tomorrow. They will find creative, innovative ways to adjust. Um, and and you know here let's also look at the positive i would say that young people in malaysia have generally been responsible um compliance rates are high yes we see the odd report in the newspaper about someone uh, you know breaking the laws and the restriction orders but look, look in the bigger picture right that's the i mean uh, that's a minority that makes the news but the majority have uh, been compliant and uh, and also we've seen so many young people in the front lines of healthcare, police, delivery, so many sectors. I mentioned earlier about meaningful initiatives uh, for disadvantaged people and needy. Uh, Malaysia has shown the best of compassion and young people have taken the lead there for many of these community projects. So uh, look, I mean, I look towards the young generation for hope. Um, I hope they will be hanging in there, remain optimistic uh, about a better tomorrow. And in the meantime, see how they can make the best use of the time now for a brighter day. Uh, and there's no alternative for self-care. And look, this is in terms of fitness, in terms of uh, better sleep routines, but also, Dina, uh, looking at you know something we touched on today a bit as well, right? How can you train yourself? How can you develop the skills that will make you better prepared for the, for the future? And particularly with you know the Industrial Revolution 4.0 just coming up. Yes. Totally agree. I think this is a great way to end this show on a positive note. And uh, let's hope for a bright future for all of us, especially for our next generation. And I want to thank you, Arman, for joining me and uh, discussing this important topic. And I hope we're going to have some a uh, great topic up coming soon as well. Thank Thanks, you so Dr. much again. Thanks, I look forward to it and to all your audience. Look, we are in this together and we'll come out stronger and young people, the younger generation, we look up to you 
don't lose hope because i know you will guide us to a better future coming out of this crisis thank you yeah perfect thank you so much stay thank safe you. everyone bye Thanks.